guys. Today we're going to get into part one of my series, how cognitive illusions prevent you from building the life that you want. So in the intro to this series, I told you how cognitive illusions systematically prevent people from building the lives that they actually want. And they do this because they cause people to make decision after decision based on faulty thinking. And I also told you how once you know what these illusions are, you can combat them with signposts that let you know that you've entered the cognitive illusion zone and external structure to help you navigate through the illusion. So let's dive into what some of these illusions are, why they cause you to accidentally build a life you hate, and what you can do about it. Cognitive illusion number one, anchoring to the negative. In any situation or problem or challenge you might be facing, there's things you know, and there's things you don't know. There's things that are working, and there's things that aren't working. There's things that you're clear on, and there's things you're confused about. There's things that are simple and easy, and there are things that are complex and difficult. There's things that are in your control. There are things that, you're, that are out of your control. There's ways that you have power and privilege in the situation. And there are ways that you face injustice and have structural disadvantages in this situation. Both sides exist in all situations. But your automatic brain will anchor to the negative first. It will first notice what you don't know, what's not working, what you're confused about, what's complex and difficult, what's out of your control, all the ways you're unfairly disadvantaged. And this is because your brain has been honed over generations of evolution to notice threats and scarcity first. It's not a this is a feature, it's not a bug. It's a trait that kept our ancestors alert and alive. So why does this lead people to accidentally create lives they don't want? If the positive and the negative both exist, it shouldn't matter which one you focus on, right? Now, if your automatic brain was a perfectly rational scientist, it wouldn't matter which one you started with. But your brain is not a perfectly rational scientist. It is a confirmation bias machine. Once your automatic brain has latched onto a belief, it systematically calls up all the evidence that supports this belief while simultaneously suppressing or discounting any evidence that disproves this belief. Your beliefs become the filter through which you look at the world. Whatever you already believe, that's all that you see, which means the premise that you start your problem solving with matters tremendously. So here are the three ways that anchoring to the negative leads you to create the life you don't want. Way number one, it can lead you to give up before you even begin. Let's say you really wanna start a company. You've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and you finally have a product idea that you're really excited about. But then your brain anchors to the negative. It's like, here's all the potential problems with my product and it's gonna be really hard to get funding and it's really scary not to have a steady income and what if I pick a bad co-founder and oh my God, it's gonna be so embarrassing if I fail. Your brain paints such a scary picture of the future that you just say, okay, forget it. This is too risky. I'll just stick with my stable job. And just like that, you've created the life that you didn't want. Now that's the most extreme example. Here's way number two, that anchoring to the negative can lead to you creating a life you don't want. You make progress, 
but it's painful and you don't do your best work. Now, this was something I ran into a lot when I started my business. I wanted to do a really great job of marketing and selling coaching, but my brain anchored to the thought coaching is complicated. My brain anchored to this thought so strongly that I didn't even realize it was a thought. I thought it was a fact. And when I started from this premise, my brain, just like a Google search, very helpfully gave me all the evidence that supported this belief. It told me things like, you can't necessarily predict where a client session is going to go or what a client's overall journey is going to look like. Different tools work on different people. So you can't guarantee what's going to work on who. We talk a lot about like vague, soft things like feelings, which are pretty hard to describe. And it's hard to quantify the exact results. What do I tell people? They'll feel better. They'll make better decisions. They'll have their own back. I wanted to explain coaching simply and powerfully, but I was thinking about all the ways that coaching is complicated and hard to explain. And it's really hard to explain something, some, to explain something simply when you're busy thinking about all the ways that it's really complicated. And I still published pieces and I still got clients and I still made progress, but it was hard and confusing and not as effective as it could have been. I did things like rewrite my Instagram bio again and again and worry that my niche wasn't specific enough and change my mind about what I was offering and buying marketing programs. And I always felt like I was doing something wrong. I was doing what I wanted and I was making progress. It didn't feel very good. And I could tell that I wasn't doing my best work. Uh-oh, life I didn't want had been created. And here's way number three, that anchoring to the negative leads you to create a life you don't want. You succeed, but you don't feel like you succeeded. Imagine that you're going to go on a vacation that you've been looking forward to all year. But on your way there, things get totally screwed up. Your flights are delayed by multiple days. You can't stay in the nice hotel suites. You have to stay in a smaller room and half the attractions you wanted to see are closed. Your brain instantly anchors to the negative. It's like, I've lost so much time. It's so unfair. They gave my suite to someone else and I can't believe these attractions are closed. What am I going to do now? My vacation is ruined. And you walk around for your whole trip with a cloud over your head, fuming at how unfair life is and noticing all the ways the trip has gone wrong. But guess what? You're at your fantasy destination. You're at the place that you've been dreaming about all year. But when your brain is busy anchoring to the negative, you can't enjoy it. All you see are the gaps and the problems and you can't relax and feel like you've arrived. So even though the life that you wanted has been created tangibly in the real world, in your mind, you're still living a life that you didn't want. So how do you combat this cognitive illusion? Remember, you need signposts to let you know that you've entered the cognitive illusion zone and you need external structure to help you navigate through. You can't rely purely on your intuition. So when it comes to signposts, think about a few specific times when you were anchoring to the negative. Get the examples very clear in your mind. And then write down, what emotions were you feeling? Were you frustrated, confused, tense, inadequate? Also, how did your body feel? Was your throat tight? Did your stomach clench up? Did your shoulders go up to your ears? And what did you do? Did you keep flip-flopping on decisions? Were you working frantically for hours and hours? Did you drink wine and binge watch Netflix? 
people have different physical, emotional, and action-based reactions when they anchor to the negative. So find yours, because these are the signposts to let you know that you've entered the cognitive illusion zone. And take your time and keep adding to this list as you go. Keep your eye out for more signposts. It is very worth it to spend some time cataloging your signposts, because the faster that you can spot when you're caught in cognitive quicksand, the faster you can start to get out. Now let's talk about the external structure. Once you realize that you're under the illusion, here's how you combat it. Consciously anchor to the positive. Do this first before you do any other problem solving or analyzing or decision making. Ask yourself, what do I know? What is working? What am I clear on? What is simple and easy here? What is in my control? How do I have power and privilege here? Put on your things are good sunglasses first, and then look at the problems to be solved and the gaps to be filled. Because this isn't about ignoring problems. It's about approaching problems from a more confident, more capable, less defeatist perspective. So when you want to start a company, but your brain is giving you all the ways it could go wrong, ask yourself, what are all the ways this product could succeed? How is it actually going to be pretty easy for me to get funding? What advantages do I have there? Why is it not that big of a deal for me to not have an income for a while? How do I already have the expertise to ensure that I pick a great co-founder? How will failing at this startup raise my status and credibility? Anchor to the positive. See the world through the lens of your advantages and your capabilities and your expertise. And then assess the problems. Or when I was getting confused about how to sell the complicated product of coaching, I kept asking myself one question. How is coaching simple? Anytime I got confused, I would ask myself that question and then write a post or have a conversation based on the answer. Or when your flights are all delayed and everything is closed and your vacation is off to a really rough start, ask yourself, how do I still have plenty of time? How is my new room actually better than my old one? What interesting new things am I going to find when I can't go to the standard attractions? How is my vacation going to be great? Anchor to everything that's going well, and then plan the rest of your vacation. Now remember, cognitive illusions are persistent, which means that you can know that your brain tends to anchor to the negative and the effect that that has on your life, but it will still automatically anchor to the negative. And that negative focused assessment will still feel very true to you. It takes sustained effort to keep combating this illusion on your own. So let me give you another suggestion for external structure. Hire a coach. The most valuable thing that a coach does is create space between you and your automatic brain. Because your automatic brain spins up stories all day long. And these stories feel like facts. But a coach is trained to see your story for what it is, just a story. And then to show you, hey, those things that you're saying as if they're cold, hard truths, they're actually subjective stories that your brain is telling you with cherry-picked evidence. And then your coach can brainstorm with you. They'll say, listen, your current story is 100% optional. You don't like it, you can change it. What's a different story that might serve you better? What do you really want? 
And how do you need to see the world in order to get it? And then your coach can help you structure an implementation plan. Because in the heat of the moment, your brain is probably going to go back to its old story. So we can figure out how can you interrupt it and deploy the new story. And over the course of a whole coaching package, you get enough reps on this process to take it with you for life. Because I don't want you to need me forever. I want you to learn this skill and get out and get back to your life. So if you're ready to get started, come talk to me and let's go. Go to the link above and book a free coaching consult.